Welcome to the island. I'm your host, Alvis Samuel. And before we even get started, I need everybody to go ahead, and if you're listening on YouTube, hit that little thumbs up whatever button. If you're listening on Twitter, do that little tweet thingy. I don't know. But I would still like everybody to go to www.rss.com forward slash podcast. That's P-O-D-K-A-S-T-S forward slash the island. Go there and listen to all the previous episodes. And if you feel the need to donate, please, it would be greatly appreciated. Go ahead and donate and just interact with me. You can interact and listen to all of my podcasts also on every different type of platform out there. We are available, but I would like all my listeners to at least go there to www.rss.com forward slash podcast dot or sorry forward slash the island to just listen to all the previous episodes and y'all tell me tell me has anything that has been said on the island podcast with yours truly alvis samuel has anything fell short just let me know that way i know if just just test my words because that is that that is good for people to do test the words of the person who speak is good for those to test that person's words to make sure that not only are they telling the truth that they stay in truth now with that being said i want to take a little break from the series that we're in that's dealing with margaret sanger and all of her teachings now i will be getting back into it because it's a very hot topic and There was a podcast I personally was listening to that dealt with Glenn Beck that he even started diving into the things that I was saying on all of my previous episodes that I've been talking about in this last series and beyond. And I'm going to get back into all of that, maybe even in this specific episode. However, I want to show everybody where we are at today by going through scripture in the Bible. And let's see. If there's any parallels at all, if any, in these words that God has given us. That's what I want to do today. To have a little break. And it might be a little somber, a little scary for some to do this. But here on the island, we don't shy away from these type of topics. We embrace them, actually. And we like to have these conversations. So, with all of that being said, I'm now three minutes in. I haven't even spoke to you on anything really yet. Let's go ahead and dive right into this specific episode. And again, this episode, just like all my other episodes, but this one in particular, is not for the faint of heart. So, with that being said, again, everybody, welcome to the Island Podcast. I'm your host, Alpha Samuel, and let's just go ahead and get right into it. Manessa was a king who reigned in Jerusalem. He reigns in Judah. He reigned for 55 years in Jerusalem. And he did evil in the sight of the Lord according to the abominations of the nations whom the Lord had cast out before the children of Israel. For he rebuilt the high places which Hezekiah his father had destroyed. He raised up altars for Baal and made a wooden image as Ahab, king of Israel, had done. And he worshipped all of the host of heaven and served them. He also built altars in the house of the Lord, of which the Lord 
had said, In Jerusalem I will put my name. And he built altars for all the host of heaven in the two courts of the house of the Lord. Also, he made his son pass through fire, practiced soothsaying, used witchcraft, and consulted spiritists and mediums. He did much evil in the sight of the Lord to provoke him to anger. He even set a carved image of Asher that he had made in the house of which the Lord had said to David and to Solomon his son, in this house and in Jerusalem, which I have chosen out of all the tribes of Israel, I will put my name forever, and I will not make a feet of Israel wander any more from the land which I gave their fathers, only if they are careful to do according to all that I have commanded them, and according to all the law that my servant Moses commanded. But they paid no attention, and Manasseh seduced them to do more evil than the nations whom the Lord had destroyed before the children of Israel. And the Lord spoke to his servant, the prophet, saying, Because Manasseh, king of Judah, has done these abominations, he has acted more wickedly than all the Amorites who were before him, and has also made Judah sin with his idols. Therefore, thus says the Lord God of Israel, Behold, I am bringing such calamity upon Jerusalem and Judah, that whoever hears of it, both his ears will tingle, and I will stretch out Jerusalem, the measuring line of Samaria, and the, and the plumette of the house of Ahab. I will wipe Jerusalem as one wipes a dish, wiping it and turning it upside down. So I will forsake the remnant of my inheritance and deliver them into the hand of their enemies, and they shall become victims of plunder to all their enemies, because they have done evil in my sight. And have provoked me to anger since the day their fathers came out of Egypt, even to this day. Moreover, Manasseh shed very much innocent blood till he filled Jerusalem from one end to another, besides his sin by which he made Judah sin in doing evil in the sight of the Lord. Now, the rest of the acts of Manasseh, all that he did, and the sin that he committed, are they not written in the book of Chronicles of the kings of Judah? So Manasseh rested with his fathers and was buried in the garden of his own house in the garden of Uzzah. Then his son Ammon reigned in his place. Now Ammon became king and reigned two years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was, and forgive me if I say this name wrong, it's a very difficult name to say, but Meshushalemeth, the daughter of Haraz of Jabbath, not Jabbath, but Jotbah. So pardon me if I said any of those names wrong, but let's keep going. And he did evil in the sight of the Lord, as his father Manasseh had done. He walked in all the ways that his father had walked and served 
the idols that his father had served. He worshipped them. He forsook the Lord God of his fathers and did not walk in the way of the Lord. Then the servants of Ammon conspired against him and killed him in his own house. But the people of the land executed all those who had conspired against the king Ammon. Then the people of the land made his son Josiah king in his place. So I want to stop right there. We now see there's two kings. They're all obviously you have the father who had a son and then that other son who had a son. So basically you have a grandfather, Manasseh, king of all of Jerusalem, Judah and Jerusalem. And that's where I want to, that's what I want to talk about right now. Because you have a king who was raised in the right way. He saw his father, Hezekiah, destroy all abominations to God, got rid of everything that was worshiping Baal and got rid of all those altars. He saw this. He knows exactly what his father did to make God basically happy. But when he becomes king, when he becomes king, he does away with everything. As what the king of Israel did, Ahab. He does, and, and here's the parallels now. He starts looking in the clouds and he starts worshiping stars, the sun, the moon. He worships everything that's in the heavens, the skies, the clouds. Does this sound familiar of what is going on inside the United States of America? You see, there's a growing and growing popularity of the worship of astrology inside the United States. And instead of worshiping the one who created all of the stars and the sun and everything in the heavens, this country has came to the point to worship the creation, but not the creator. Keep that in mind. Not only that, but we also hear that he starts to do something that is also growing ever more popular on a daily basis basis inside the United States of America. Soothsaying, that's witchcraft. Consulting in spirits. We hear this all the time. People wanting to play with Ouija boards and even going beyond that, seeking out spirits, people believe that they can talk to their loved ones after they have passed away. That they can raise their loved one's spirits from the dead after they have passed away. Now, if You've been listening to any of my episodes. I've talked about a particular king. This is King Saul who did this exact thing. And how he wasn't hearing from God anymore because he himself has become an evil person. So he decided to seek out a medium. Someone that does witchcraft that will bring the bones of someone who's dead to get the spirit of that person up out of the ground and when that happened he king saul that is and this woman became cursed by the prophet samuel because it was him that he was trying to get his spirit up and the prophet samuel rose and said his spirit that is and cursed king saul for doing this evil atrocity in the sight of god and this is something that is growing and growing ever more inside 
the United States. People are seeking out mediums to tell them the future, to tell them their past, to tell them who they're going to marry, to tell them what is going to happen with their finances. Please, please tell me everything that's going to happen to me, oh person. Tell me the future. But they don't seek out God. This is exactly what this king was doing. And had the entire nation do, creating images so the people can worship these images, doing abominable acts in the sight of God, these abominations that the nations were doing before God gave this that land to Israel, to Jerusalem, to Judah. There were other nations who dwelt in that land, and they were committing abominations on the land. Does that sound familiar? Before the United States became the United States, and I'm not saying anything about the indigenous cultures that was here saying things were bad and things like that. If you want to take it that way, then that is on you. However, we do know that before any of this, we can go back through history that the Mayans, the Aztecs, that was on this land made mass sacrifices of children to whoever they believed and what they believed in and i can tell you that they were making sacrifices of their children blood sacrifices of children to demonic spirits and you can say whatever you want but i do believe god this is one reason why we we really don't have a lot of information on these cultures we know they were here and we somewhat know what they were doing especially when it comes to this which is very crazy that we know that they did this but we don't know that they what else they did i do believe that's because god is saying this is going to stay to give you a reminder to not do this in this land and this is exactly where we are at right now because manessa also shed innocent blood the abomination of innocent blood he shed it from coast to coast of that nation and lined up their blood it filled the entire nation this is the shedding of innocent blood not just that but he set up carved images of asherah the bible names this demonic spirit by name what is asherah who is asherah asherah supposedly is a pagan goddess the queen of heaven you can find this out you can look this up it tells you this in google and it tells you that the canaanites this was something that the canaanites did in their land they worshiped this image you know the canaanites were in the land that the israelites took over you know when moses brought them out of egypt they came to the land of canaan and now you're seeing something that the canaanites did they worshiped this deity this spirit demonic spirit gave sacrifices children's sacrifices and because of that they were removed from the land now here in the united states like i've said we have this thing called and i'm i apologize in in advance kind of not really but we have this thing called abortion inside the united states of america and if you dive deep inside the bible you'll find something very very uh, intriguing kind of not really intriguing more like 
sinister, I would say. Because Manessa did the abomination of shedding of innocent blood. And if you keep going into this, then you will start to find that the abomination of shedding of innocent blood was the shedding of children who were born, not even who were born, they were not yet born out of the womb. Because he was trying to cover up abominational sin that deals with sexual immorality. I apologize, that is my phone. This is what he wanted to do. And so, and then, not in so, but, and then he made all the, the entire nation think that this was an okay thing to do because they were doing abominable things in the sight of God. The entire nation was doing it. Sexual immorality. And then they shed innocent blood because they didn't want the proof of pregnancy. Someone was caught cheating. It was okay. Get rid of the baby. No one will know. Sounds familiar. They didn't want the responsibility of their acts, so they got rid of it. Does this sound familiar? This was what was going inside the entire nation of Jerusalem while King Manasseh reigned. And to top it off, they worshipped Asherah. If you go deep and down, go deep inside, this is the goddess of fertility, they say. I am not calling it a god at all. I will call this as a demonic spirit for fertility not even for fertility it's just it is a demonic spirit that makes people want to have immoral sexual acts and if you keep diving down into it you'll even find out even more not just sexual acts and and having children basically like bunnies hence where we get easter from because asherah has another name called Esther, and that is where we get the word Easter from, and the bunnies and the eggs. Now it's starting to connect dots, I hope, in people's minds. And the longer you worship this deity, the worse your immorality becomes. This immorality becomes so heinous that good becomes evil, and evil becomes good the natural becomes unnatural and the unnatural becomes natural are you understanding are you hearing what i am saying homosexuality becomes a part of the nation it becomes something that's natural inside the nation alongside of shedding of the innocent blood the shedding of children are you seeing the parallels that are going on inside the United States right now. This is what the king of this nation was making every citizen do, made them think that this was the correct thing to do. So that brings us to his son after this king Manasseh died. His son Amon did the exact same thing and was only able to do it for two years until he was murdered brutally murdered inside his own house a conspiracy came to kill him and they did this is the same son that king manessa made him pass through the fire it was a ritual a fire ritual would you make your own child do a ritual that will mark him or her for the rest of their life to the point to where that they will have a brutal death 
This is what this ritual is. But people don't know this. So, what happened to these people, this nation, after both kings passed away? King Manasseh, King Ammon. Well, Ammon had a son. His name was Josiah. He did what was right in God's eyes. You can read all of this in 2 Kings chapter 21, all the way to chapter, I believe it's chapter 25. And Josiah went all the way back and found the books of Moses and started doing the right thing in God's eyes. He got rid of all the idols, destroyed it all. However, this is something everyone must know. God did not, even after the repentance of the nation and from King Josiah, even after they repented, God did not relinquish judgment off of them. He did not do it. A lot of people died. A lot of people became slaves to a foreign nation. They were carried away in captivity. They lost their land to a foreign nation. Because of these abominable acts that they were doing when King Manasseh was king and then King Ammon was king, because of these abominable acts that they were doing while these two people, these two men were king, they were still judged even after they repented. Can you sin or commit a sin so heinous in God's eyes that he will hear your repentance, he will forgive you, but he still has to judge you with a severe penalty? Can that happen? I know this is something that a lot of churches do not want to talk about because they will tell you that if you just repent, everything will be okay. God will forgive you and he will He will put the past behind and all of that lies. Those are lies. These, this text in their same Bible says the complete opposite. Yes, he will forgive. Yes, you need to repent. However, if you do something so heinous in his eyes that is an abomination to him, he will still bring the hand of judgment upon you and upon everyone who is in the vicinity of you because no one stopped you. The nation was still judged. They were carried away in captivity. Those who were alive and those who did not survive, they died a horrific death even after they repented. Of their sins. See I'm here to warn everybody. To tell people things. What is the truth. Not what is your truth. Not what is my truth. I don't care about that. But what is. The actual truth. God's truth. Because his truth trumps everybody's. Fantasy world of truth. And here is the truth. A lot of people know. That Asherah. Her sign is actually. The rainbow. A lot of people will say the homosexual community, they hijacked it and stole the rainbow. And I'm here to tell you that they did not, actually. They are taking the rainbow and using it in its actual purpose. The purpose of the rainbow is not what people think it is. At least not what the church thinks it is, at least in the United States. The purpose of the rainbow is a sign of a promise of judgment. This promise is that he will not flood the entire world. He will not destroy the entire world like he did before. Well, not before, but like he did with Noah. That was the promise. 
The promise was he will not destroy the entire world like he did with Noah. It is a warning that judgment will be upon a nation, upon a people. However, judgment will not come in this form again. And so when a nation decides to accept the sign of the rainbow, the sign of judgment, they have one of two choices. The choices are you can either go the correct way and be with God, or you can go the opposite direction, two ends of a rainbow, and be against God, and judgment will come. So it's not the form of judgment that you will think will happen. It's a form of judgment that the world has never seen before. It's a judgment that the world has never seen before. And you have a choice, one of two. You can either turn from your ways or dive even more into these ways. And the judgment will come. The judgment of fire. Hence, passing through the fire, marking your children, marking your nation for death by passing through the fire. Once you accept this sign, a sign given by God, you accept it, this is what the consequences are if you decide to choose the wrong end. And we of the United States as a nation, maybe not as individuals, but as a nation, we have accepted this sign, a sign given to us by God, a sign that also relates to Asherah, Esther, Easter, the fertility deity of sexual immorality, sacrificing of children, passing through the fire to be marked for death. We have accepted this sign. And instead of seeing the sign and turning to God and saying, forgive us and do not let us go down this path, we have doubled down into it, not realizing that this is the other end of this sign. The sign is not a kumbaya type of sign. There is sin inside a lustful love. If you go through the Bible, you will find in the book of Romans that if you place something above God, then he will give you up to your own passions, your own sinful desires, thinking that that is love. I believe it's in the book of Romans. No, I'm not, not even, I believe, I know it's in the book of Romans. I believe it's in chapter one, actually, the very first chapter of Romans, if I'm not mistaken. God will give you up for these things, abominations, things of unnatural desires, it says. Men will have desires for other men. Women will have desires for other women. Things that are unnatural in the sight of God. And people will think and believe because they are getting what they want because of their own immorality that they are mistaken that that is love. That is the love of man. It's not the love of God. So there is a sin in love. I'm not going to say in love. I'll say there is a sin of love. When you hear love is love, they're actually saying our love is sin. This love is sin because love is not love. God's love is love. Man's love, human's love is lust and a sinful 
desire. That is an abomination to God, and it will destroy you. Let's let's just go ahead and go to there. So those who say, I don't think that's actually in the Bible. Let's go to it. Romans chapter 1. I, I believe it's... An, it, it, it's not even I believe. I know for a fact it is Romans chapter 1, like I said. And let's start in verse 18. So let's go there. We'll read 18 all the way down to the end of the chapter. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness. Because what may be known of God is manifested in them. For God has shown it to them. Understand that. It's very important. So the these people, they know the truth because God has already shown it to them. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Because although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were thankful, but became futile in their thoughts, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Professing to be wise, they became fools, and changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like corruptible men, and birds and four-footed animals and creeping things. You must understand this right now before I finish this. That right there is just verses 18 through 22, and I have to stop. If you are going to a church, and I've heard this many times through prominent pastors, if you are going to a church that says God's he, he God evolves, in his thinking, that is a lie, and they're making God something that he is not as a person who is very corrupt in his own mind. I've heard this from even, um, what is his name, Bishop T.D. Jakes? God evolves. No, the Bible says God is the same as he was yesterday, today, and forever. He, there's no evolutionary stance in God's mind. He is the same. What he said in the past is what he's going to say again in the future. And what he has already said, he's going to say again today. He doesn't change his mind when it comes to these things. If you're going to a church like that, and that is the pastor saying things like that, I would suggest leave. So let's finish. I believe it was 18 through 23 I just finished. This is 24, verse 24. Therefore, God also gave them up. This is what I was just saying before I got into this. God gave them up to uncleanliness in their lust of their hearts to dishonor their bodies among themselves who exchanged the truth of God for the lie. Love is love. That is a lie. And worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator. That is exactly, again, what I just said. It's a repeated thing. Who is blessed forever? Amen. Verse 26. For this reason God gave them up to vile passions. 
For even their women exchanged the natural use for what is against nature. Likewise, also the men leaving the natural use of women burned in their own lust for one another. Men with men committing what is shameful and receiving in themselves the penalty of their error, which was and even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to be debased mind, to be a debased mind, to do those things which are not fitting, being filled with all unrighteousness, sexual immorality, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy murder, strife, deceit, evil-mindedness. They are the whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, violent, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, discerning, untrustworthy, unloving, unforgiving, unmerciful, who knowing the righteous judgment of God that those who practice such things are deserving of death not only do the same and this is very important this last part of this chapter because just because you do not commit these things this is the important part of all of it those not only do the same but also approve of these practices. So if you are going around saying to people, oh, well, if they don't bother me, I won't bother them. If you are going around saying, well, let them live their lives, you are also a part of this issue. You approve of them doing this thing which will cause judgment upon a nation, and this nation will be destroyed by fire. It will pass through the fire and you will be marked for death. This is what it brings. I do apologize for those who do not get the actual word of God in their church. Because if there were more teachings of the actual word of God going lying upon lying like the Bible says, word upon word like the Bible says, then you would know that these things are vile to God. It is not love and it is all a lie. And it only brings destruction upon a nation and upon its people. So now let's go back to Second Kings and the parallel of what is going on inside the United States of America right now and what was going on during the reign of King Manasseh, King Ammon, before King Josiah showed up to bring repentance to the nation of Jer Jerusalem. The worship of Ashai, passing one's children through the fire. The practicing of witchcraft, soothsaying, spiritist stuff, seeking mediums, putting idols and images in the place of God, and worshiping, like I said, Asherah, accepting the covenant of the rainbow, and going in the wrong direction, choosing the wrong side, the wrong point of that rainbow, which will bring destruction, which will bring judgment. A judgment that even when you repent, God will forgive your soul.
but not the land. And if you stay dwelling in the land, he will not forgive those people of their acts. They have to be judged when you do this stuff. So the parallels are, yes, the United States, our leader, the president, has made this nation sin against God. Abominable, abominable sins, the abomination of sins. Not just this president, but all the ones before him for the passing of the act of abortion. And then this one in particular getting angry that the Supreme Court decided to say, yeah, we don't want really any part of this. Let the people choose. And then the president getting angry over that, saying he's going to bring it back and make it a federal thing. And then accepting the rainbow in the side of Asher, putting it up as an idol upon the White House. We all know it. It happened not that long ago. He did and then invited the sexual immorality to the White House. Said this many times, this nation is going to be judged by God, period. And it will be a judgment that has never been seen upon a nation before that time. It will be a judgment of fire. These are the parallels and those who live will be pulled out and brought to captivity. These are the parallels. If you are going to a church that is not saying this, if you are listening to a preacher, teacher, priest, whoever, that is not telling the truth, that is not going through the Bible, giving you what the Bible actually says, what God's word actually says, but they are going against it. Leave that place. Don't even turn around to look at it. Or you might yourself become like Lot's wife. These are the things. And what makes this even worse, what makes this more upsetting, is that there will be people who will hear this message and say to themselves that there is no love in this host voice of the Island Podcast. But I'm here to tell you, I'm telling you these things because there actually is. I do not want this nation to be burned, even though it's already more than likely it's already too late. But even more so, I do not want your soul to be burned. So I must say these things. My love is not of this world's type of love. I want your soul to be safe, to be saved, because passing through the fire, the fire that God will put, it's an eternal flame that burns forever, that will not be relinquished, no water, no wind, forever torment. And I do not want the souls of people to go in that torment and they will not ever come out of it. So I must tell you the truth because of the love that is actually put in me to tell you these things. So no, if you are saying, I have no love in me and you are believing that this love is the love of the world. No, I do not have that love. in me. I do, however, have the love of God in me. So just like the third king, the grandson of King Manasseh, he repented, got his house to do the same thing, found God's word. Just sit. It was just sitting basically in a library, just sitting there. He sent a scribe in there and goes, hey, what's going on? Bring me a book, basically. And this scribe brings 
God's word to him and he reads it and he understood it and he read it and said, we are doing these horrific, vile things against our creator. We must repent. At the very least, he will save our souls. And that is exactly what God did. He saved their souls, not the land, but their soul for eternity. So I'm here to say, and I'm here to tell you, yes, like I said in the very beginning of this episode, this episode was not going to be for the faint of heart. And I said that there might be a correlation that still connects this episode to the series that we're taking somewhat of a break from, from the Margaret Sanger stuff. Those teachings, those teachings of Margaret Sanger brought in Asherah, brought in abortion, brought in the worship of sacrificing of children, the shedding of the innocents, the shedding of innocent blood. And then decades later, decades upon decades later, it has evolved into something that not only have we of the United States turned our backs and become sexual immoral, but we have become the things that are unnatural in the sight of God. And he has given us up to our own desires. And what follows is destruction. So before I end this episode, I hope everybody stops what they're doing and realizes where this nation is at and the path that it's on. And for the very least, repent so that the soul of the nation can at the very least not go down to hell. Still be judged by God, rightfully so, but not let the souls of the people perish in an eternal flame of fire in hell. Forgive us, O God, Father in heaven, for we all are sinners and we all need you. We need you to come down and save our very soul to keep us from our own destruction and from your hand of judgment that is upon this nation. Save us in your name and your blessed son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. This is a message that needs to be heard. And maybe it might get to the ears of those of just even the one that can make a true change in this nation. Because just even one is worth it. So I ask you again, share this message and do not depart from God. Because judgment will be upon all who depart from him. Thank you for listening to The Island Podcast. I am your host, Alvis Samuel. Go ahead and go to A3S2. The Island. Again, that's A3S2 The Island on Rumble. And there you can see my awesome face. You can also find me at As The Island on Twitter. That is AS The Island on Twitter. And you'll see a lot of stories and everything. You know, contact me. Go ahead and communicate with me. Let's have a nice conversation there. I do answer back. And if you want to catch up on every previous episode, just go to RSS.com forward slash podcast forward slash the island again that's rss.com forward slash podcast forward slash the island and you can catch up on every episode that i've done again i am your host alvis samuel and thank you for listening to the island podcast